Welcome to the Course Creators Circle podcast, where we talk all things course creation with your host, ideas strategist, and Thinkific approved expert, Linda Reed Enever. The Course Creators Circle podcast is home to Linda's top tips, along with interviews with experts and course creators just like you. Get ready for practical tips you can implement in your course creation journey with your host, Linda Reed Enever. As course creators, we need to not only get our students' attention to enroll in our course, we need to maintain that attention so that they can get the key learning outcome that they have come to us for when they've enrolled in our course. So in this episode of the Course Creators Circle podcast, that is exactly what we're going to dive into. We're going to dive into how do we get our students' attention, how do we get them attracted to our course, and then how do we keep them and engage them in the learning journey. Because as course creators, we can often stress about these things, and it's actually more simple than you actually think. So to get your students' attention, what you need to be doing is putting out good quality educational marketing content and tapping into the learning styles even at that point in time, showing your face so that they connect with you as the human that is going to teach them so that your face becomes part of your know and trust factor with your students. You can do short form video tips out there. You can do long form video tips. You can do webinars. Education is our superpower when it comes to course creation and marketing, and it helps us understand what our students want to learn next as well. So we do want to make sure that we're attracting our students with good quality educational content. So you might look at your course and go, what's the stuff beforehand? What would people type into search using tools like Answer the Public to be looking for this course? And we want to make sure that when we're naming our course, we don't get too clever in that. We've got an episode purely on how to name your course. So you might want to go and have a listen to that one as well if you're at that naming your course stage. The next thing is once we get our students to our landing page, so we've got them to our landing page, we need to clearly communicate what is in the course for them as well. So another good connection point is to show your face on your landing page with a video that explains what you're going to cover, what the students are going to learn, and what they're going to know by the end of this course. By doing that, you've fully engaged with them. You can then break that down into the text on your landing page using icons and text, using images to clearly take them away. I love having a checklist on my course landing page that says by the end of the course, you'll know X, Y, Z because it's attention grabbing by the eye and we're attracting our students into our course. So once we've got our students into our course, the first thing we need to do is welcome video that explains what is going to be, whether it's a short presentation, mini course, or whether it's a longer presentation, we need to explain what the learning outcomes are going to be. We need to take them around the tools, the resources, the things that they're going to have that's going to help them engage from there. We also need to set up a nurture sequence that will support them along with the course. If it's a short mini one hour presentation course, you don't need one. But if it's a course that's going to take them through a series of changes, we want to have a nurture sequence that's going to nurture them through that journey and take them through the series of changes with support and with reminders of different lessons and those sorts of things. So that's another way that we can keep our students engaged, a nurture series of emails that's going to support them along the way. And then when we get into our courses, we can use interactivity. So I like including a couple of quizzes if I can, if it's the right type of quiz, an interactive workbook like Wobo so that they're filling in things along the way and they're feeling like they're celebrating their mini wins. And then we jump in and we start using some really cool technology. We mix up our lessons. We use things like Rob's Player Power Up, which sends confetti and celebrates them. 
we use different forms of lessons. We use video, we use audio recording, multimedia, text over video to keep our students engaged so that they're not feeling like it's the one teaching style again and again. And we would use different approaches that would help them keep things a little bit interesting. This one might be a workbook. The next one might be a video where they watch and they pause and they think for a moment. We also might have the opportunity for them to be able to submit So that is how we would set up an evergreen self-paced course. We'd start by outlining what the course is going to offer for the student. We'd put that in the video. We'd take them for a tour around any materials they need to. We'd incorporate different types of learning lessons and learning styles within the lesson, and we'd support it with a damn good nurture sequence. And then at the very end, we would offer them the opportunity to continue learning with us and maybe offering the next course in the series or whatever it is. We celebrate their mini wins by using tools like Playa to get there and give them the confetti and the little elements that they need inside our Thinkific school to support them through that journey. Then we have got another level of support. So that's our self-paced evergreen learning. They take the course, they look after it, they do it all themselves. The next level of learning that we have and the next level of support that we do to keep our students' attention is we have memberships. And memberships are where we've bundled a series of courses together and we support people through that journey with how-to sessions, with Q&A sessions, which are all live. And it's a little bit like cohorts, which is the next one I'll talk to you about. There are a group of people that come together, but a membership set up right can have people join at any stage in time. They get access to a series of courses. They get access to the membership replay. They get access to a community and you're there as the course creator and the educator to support and hold their hand. So that's the next level I like to teach in memberships. And it's still most probably today my top performing model for selling courses is memberships through the Marketing Circle membership, the Course Creator Circle and the AI Async and Automation Hub membership. We've got regular content going out. We've got how-to sessions. We've got Q&As. We run expert sessions. And it's a really good way of supporting our students, keeping their attention and keeping that membership payment, that passive income that we all seek as course creators coming in because we're doing it on a one-to-many scale. And then the other way that you can keep your students' attention throughout a program is to do a live cohort or a challenge-based program. So a couple of times a year, I'll do a challenge and it'll be something like kickstart your podcast or the course creation kickstart or something like that where we're going to kickstart the journey and we're keeping the attention for either six weeks or five days and we're making sure that they get those mini wins so that we've got the momentum going for the student to keep learning and keep going. And quite often they lead into our memberships. There's just a few tips on how you can keep your students engaged in the learning journey and grab their attention. Remember to support them with emails. If you have a community, support them through the community. If you've got interactivity in workbooks and little confetti things, there are easy things to do that your students can engage with. In the end, show your face. It's my number one tip as a course creator for engagement because they create a human-to-human connection with you. They feel like they know you and therefore they want to complete the course or they want to find the next thing you're going to teach within your marketing or within your course. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Course Creator Circle podcast. If you have not already subscribed to the podcast, subscribe. We give you short tips around course creation to help you with your course creation journey. And if you have not checked out the Course Creator Circle, head to thecoursecreatorcircle.com.au where you will find our website packed full of tips and tricks to help you on your course creation journey. Thank you for listening to the Course Creator Circle podcast. Don't forget to check out the full range of resources available for course creators at www.thecoursecreatorscircle.com.au.